0: You want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. You Noise know, as you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get rolling with this week. Episode number 140. Season 4, episode 15. Yikes. First song that you heard coming on here was First Snowfall by, of course, the absolutely greatest female singer to me of all time, Karen Carpenter. And uh, it's a great song. Now we followed it, of course, with Marie, Let It Snow. And why am I playing those? Because in the Chicago area, we just got a huge snowstorm. Probably the first big snowfall of the winter. I can't remember. Producer, did it snow before this weekend?
1: It snowed earlier this week, but it was very light. We had a couple yeah. of days, at least in Chicago, a couple of days where it was like a dusting.
0: Yeah. So before this week, there wasn't anything. So. Uh, perfect song from karen carpenter and then of course it snowed off and on for two days is there anything more fitting than let it snow let it snow by marie amen on that before we really get rolling happy birthday to jill wagner my favorite great american family actress hallmark she's doing um another show on um and paramount that's where she cut her hair now yikes But uh, she's still Jill Wagner, my favorite. Started liking her when she was doing Buick commercials in the morning on 5 o'clock AM news. Uh, We'd watch, uh, getting ready for work, watch uh, the news and the commercials would be Jill Wagner. Then she went to uh, wipe out a bunch of other stuff. So happy birthday, Jill Wagner. What I found, instead of playing a Charlie McLean song this week, we're going to play... The night she won an award for Most Promising Female Artist at the 14th Annual Music City News Country Music Awards. And producer, do you know who else was up for that award? No. One of my other favorite country singers. The singer of my favorite, favorite country song of all time.
1: Yeah, that's the... uh... I know who you're talking about. Okay. You, we're gonna, you always we're, like we're Carly gonna, McLean and the other lady. Oh, wait. Is it the other girl, Barbara Mandrell?
0: Uh, close. You've talked about her a million times. Not Barbara Mandrell. Um, Hello?
1: Oh, the other girl, her sister.
0: There's Sorry. three Mandrell sisters, and only one of them has dark hair. Oh, dark I don't remember her name. I Let sure me remember. give you a hint. Okay. It's not Barbara, and it's not Arlene. So it's the other girl. All right. There you go. Look at you. Look at how you're showing off your math skills. Okay, it's Louise Mandrell. Charlie McLean beat out Louise Mandrell. To me, it would have been a close, 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 very close uh, race, but I would have still given it to Charlie McLean, even though I still love Louise Mandrell and her music. Producer, you know who beat the number one, who beat Purdue this week? They were number one in basketball, men's basketball. Do you know who beat them? Uh, Hold on, look at my hat. Oh, Nebraska? Yeah, look at you! That was a lucky guess.
1: Well, I'm staring at your hat, and it has the N symbol on it.
0: Nebraska beats Purdue. Okay, All so right. let's put let's put Nebraska men's basketball in perspective here. Okay. Okay. They beat Indiana by like 20. Beat Indiana, and then they beat Purdue, then they lost to Wisconsin. Or no, they lost they beat Indiana, lost to Wisconsin, beat Purdue, and then they lost to Iowa last night. Let's move on. Because of the first snowfall of the winter brings me back to 1967. I know I brought this up before, but Chicago had its biggest snowfall ever. And Good evening. Welcome to Newscope again. I'm Patrick Muldowney. Well, we're back again after a one-hour break. We were on the air today for more than 10 hours, bringing you Chicago's information on what was happening in the city and the surrounding area. We used the facilities of the Chicago Daily News and the Chicago Sun-Times, as well as Channel 32's own facilities, and the facility of... Ham radio station WA-9 RTP with Jim Roper and Dick Cox at the controls. We'll have a report from them later in NewScope. Here in the Chicago area we tend to think of this as our storm. Actually it hit most of the state and even neighboring states. For a regional weather report we go to Harlan Drager in the city room of the Chicago Daily News. The snowstorm that slammed into Chicago's midsection has left the wide surrounding area in a state of near paralysis for suburbanites as well as city residents the word is don't travel unless it's an absolute emergency back then they did not have phone chains where everybody calls and everything you know me my brother jerry and my sister walked the um i don't know about eight blocks to st barbara's get there and the, the nuns were like what are you doing here we're like oh we're here for school they're like are you crazy there is no school so i think The old man sent us out to go to school to walk through that snow, which took like an hour to get there and then an hour to get back. So, of course, we were gone for two hours, got back to the house, and then we had a two story house and uh, we were jumping out of the second floor window into the snow. The snow was that high. Later on, which they had something on Channel 11 on PBS this week. Producer, do you know what Dibs is in Chicago?
1: Yes, I do. What is that? It's where you take a piece of your furniture or bucket (laughs) and you stick it in the spot that you uh, kind of, yes.
0: Amen on that, sister. So Channel 11 had a whole thing on it. There's other cities that have it, but they'd call it different names. But we all got out there and it was kind of cool. Everybody on that street on Haines Court was shoveling. And the street was piling up too, not just the parking spots, everything was packed up and the whole block everybody's out there with shovels the weird thing was we shoveled out a spot in front of our house and we didn't have a car the old man though he called dibs because we went out there and we worked on it and a car never parked in that spot for 1967 was we got the old wooden milk crates and then a broomstick and then you put them across for the parking spot and that was it that was great or you got a folding chairs and then you put the broomstick in the middle or any kind of stick that was long enough and put it in there to block somebody from coming out there. That was the best part about it. We just shoveled. Yeah, you know, I think the old man wanted us just to shovel and I think he wanted to stick it to the neighbors. Of well, you know, we had a spot with no car. So the next couple of weeks, no car. It was just a broomstick and a couple of milk crates out there and nobody could park there. But nobody even attempted to move it because again it was respect for what you just did. Okay. So dibs. So it was, uh, it was good stuff. And I think I told the story about how when Pam was pregnant, I shoveled it out in 1983. Yikes. Because I remember Pam had parked all the way up at Black and I was laying on the couch watching, uh, I think a bowl game that night. And she came come in and said somebody she couldn't park. Okay. She was eight months pregnant and somebody took her spot. The neighbor took her spot, her son. And I went over and I, Politely asked him to move it. And he said, Well, you know, anybody could park anywhere. I said, Well, I shovel that part out. My wife's pregnant. And he goes, Well, you know, I had to come to visit my mom. I said, "Uh, You need to move your car. So I'm looking at his mother and we were friends. I said, He needs to move his car. But the guy looks at me goes, What are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I don't know. So she looks at her son. She goes, Move the G damn car out of there. Okay. His wife is pregnant. He shoveled out all day. Get your car out of there then he looks at me and goes, you'd probably damage my car. I said, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I'm an ex altar boy, for God's sakes. Why would I even think of that? But yeah, he moved his car. But that was part of the dibs. I had everything out there, and he moved it. You can't do that. That's sacrilegious in Chicago. You cannot do that. That's my two stories with that one, okay?
1: I was looking up that uh, 1967 blizzard in Chicago. Do you know it still holds record for being the largest amount of snow my mom actually talked about that snow when she was a kid. She also, it was so tall that uh, they were jumping off the second window because it was covering the front and they had to make a little a hole to get out of the front window. But it's 23 inches in two days.
0: Yeah, well, that's why it piled up on a street where you couldn't drive a car up the street. Everybody got out. There. I'm telling you, I could still remember. Everybody got out there with shovels. We were shoveling the whole street.
1: Here's the other thing, too. Uh, you know, you said that the drifts were really high. They said, on average, not the tallest, but on average, the snow drifts without shoveling, which made it taller, were over 15 feet tall. Yeah. Just to give, like, kind of a perspective of how crazy that storm not
0: was. No, it was, and it was great. You know, kids nowadays, they complain about shoveling snow and everything. We just went out there. When we got done playing, it was, okay, get a shovel. For some reason, we all had a shovel, went out there and shovels like our all our neighbors. Okay. It was all let's call it teamwork on Haynes Court. Cleared that street up. Everybody could park and everybody respected your spot. And then one other thing with the snowstorm, I was delivering papers. I don't remember if it was sixty seven or the next year, but I think I talked about this where my lazy ass brothers wouldn't help me with my paper out and I had the little red the flyer wagon and uh, I was pulling them Sunday papers through the snow and them two cops came and helped me, helped me deliver my papers, because there was nobody out there except me. They put me in the car, put the papers in there, asked me where all the route was, and then helped me deliver it, gave me some of their uh, their hot chocolate and coffee they had in the uh, in the car, and then dropped me off at home. It was great. It was absolutely great. They were the nicest guys. And again, there was nobody out except me on a Sunday morning delivering the uh, Chicago Tribune. That's my snow stories because this is, it's snowing. You know, I've been shoveling the past couple of days, so, but it's fun. Because of a snowstorm in 1979, okay, Jane Byrne, who beat Michael Belandick in the, uh, the mayoral race, in 79, she did a great commercial on the tracks of the CTA with falling snow because for some reason... Mayor Blandick, who was mayor because the old mayor Daley passed away, so Blandick became mayor. I think he stopped the trains coming from the south side for that, which was a terrible idea. So Jane Byrne used to run the commercials of her standing on CTA tracks in the snow, you know, with the snowfall behind her, and talked about it. And she ended up being the first female uh, mayor in Chicago. It was a great commercial, just a great commercial. No
1: one could stop the snow. But good planning can prevent the collapse of public transportation and clean the city up fast.
0: That's my snow stories. Now, the other night, for some goofy reason, I'm thinking of uh, this one kid I used to hang around with, with Michael Martin. Uh, his name was Rich. His last name was begins with a K. He was a good friend with Michael. I think David states good friends uh, through the years. He, uh, I was thinking about what we did one time. It was 1971. And I had a Schwinn bike. He had a 10-speed, and we had nothing to do, okay? We're sitting in the park, and for some reason, nobody was there to play baseball. And It was just him and I talking, and I said to him, you know, I used to live in Bridgeport. He's like, well, where's that? Because we were in West Pullman at the time. I said, well, it's all the way down, man. I said, it's like, now, mind you, we're at 123rd, so we had to go to 119th. We were at Halston. We had to go to 119th and Western, and then we took Western all the way up. because Western Avenue was very busy even back then oh then, i've
1: been there i think it's
0: the longest Florida. street in chicago it is it ends in blue island at 119th and western and then it runs all the way north i think to evanston for god's sakes we got to archer avenue and then turn right and then lindy's chili which might be closing lindy's chili is right there at uh mckinley i think it's mckinley park right at uh western avenue archer and western so you're looking at 31st we're going like almost let's say 100 blocks and we're riding literally on the sidewalks okay because we didn't want to get by car so we got all the way down to bridgeport on a summer day it it was fun we hung around i seen my old buddy mo and another guy i think jimmy guzzle we and we played strikeouts with the rubber ball and everything in uh, saint barbara's which was kind of cool we played them and uh then we went back it was just something to do on a summer day when i was like how old was I? 14? You know, Rich was a year younger. So
1: I looked at the Chicago map because I couldn't figure out where West Pullman is. I know I've heard of it. I've seen photos and documentaries. I can't believe you rode all that way. We rode
0: way. that bike. We rode that. And then we did it again. Okay. Because Rich, he liked it. We, How many he,
1: hours did it take you to drive
0: from there I, back? I don't know. I don't even want to estimate the time. Then I think we went a couple of weeks later on a Sunday. And he said, uh, he called me up. He goes, don't you get Bridgeport thing again. I got nothing to do. I'm like, yeah, we got there on that Sunday. It was the All Star game for Little League, and I knew a ton of people there. Total fun, and it was a good guy, a really good guy, Rich. I know I told a story about him. I won't bring it up again, early in uh, my episode, producer. And then you want to hear the weird, weird thing? I'm reading the paper this morning, and there's a guy from Skokie. He has the exact same name, Rich. Hey, is his, I'm not going to give his last name, but he has the exact same name. I mean, that was so weird. Out of nowhere, his name is in the paper when I'm reading it this morning. Very strange. And then you know what else? Looking at our Jewel Food ads this morning, and there's an ad for Carl Budding. You know what Carl Budding is? Like, yo, lunch meat. They would come in these plastic things. Okay. Yeah. Carl Budding. Okay. Back then, but here, here's the kicker. Okay. This is where everything ties in. It's really weird. Is that? Michael Martin's mother used to work at the Carl Budding plant, so she used to give him, let's call them samples, okay, the packets, and then he'd bring them to the park, and then we eat that, okay? Back then, Carl Budding, it tasted like filet, okay? When you're you're hungry and playing baseball all day, and he shows up with like 10 packs of Carl Budding pressed lunch meat or whatever, so yeah, you got Rich case name in the paper, well, I was just thinking about the other day about that bike ride, and he used to hang around Michael Martin, okay? And Rich used to live on 120th and Normal. I lived on 123rd and Normal. Michael lived a block away on 120th and Parnell. And then Michael Martin's mother's place, Carl Budding, shows up in an ad. I hadn't seen it in an ad in, like, years. And out of nowhere, it shows up. Let's call it a small world or a small brain I have. So everything just fell into place this week. So Rolling Stone came out. With their top songs, the 60s. Okay. Producer? Yeah. What are your opinions?
1: Like Ethel Everyone's got one.
0: <laughs> songs of the 60s. Do you know what the number one song for Rolling Stone was? I knew it was. They've always had this as number one. Okay, the majority of time. Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone. Gee, I wonder why that would be the number one song. Okay. So next week, we're going to have, yeah, let's do 10 with the shit. Let's do top 10 songs of the 60s. You know, again, Rolling Stone, they put this stuff out, but you don't know what they put on the ballot for these people to vote, okay? Because oh, you don't know,
1: like, what they have any criteria or anything? Well, because,
0: like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that Jan Enner, I, I don't think he's the head of Rolling Stone anymore. He's the one that gives the nominees out. That's why Chicago didn't get in there for 25 years. You know, Stix is not in there. Somebody was complaining on the radio this morning. Sticks and Foreigner aren't in there. Some of these other people that are in there, a lot of other people, they're not even rock and roll. Dicks, and they're from the old neighborhood, Rosen slash West Pullman. Foreigners, great. Oh, and then here, we're covering a lot. Last night, the Bulls had the Ring of Honor ceremony, okay? The general manager that put those great teams together, Jerry Krause, he's dead. He passed away. So his wife's sitting in there in a wheelchair. When they announced her name, those loser Bull fans started booing. Now, this is a ceremony. That you're supposed to celebrate all these players and everything. And they're booing. So then he cut to his wife sitting there bawling her eyes out. She's crying. And, you know, Ron Harper went over. A player for Bulls went over to comfort her. She's crying. And these idiot Bull fans are booing. So then they literally, it sounds like, they had to cut a chart so they didn't even introduce the players. And then the Bulls ended up losing. So good for them with them stupid fans that were there last night. Anyone that booed. Jerry Cross, he put that team together. Okay, and I also might add that Pam is alumni with that guy, went to Taft. Okay, yeah, just terrible. All right, let's end this on a happy note. The year Charlie McClain beat.
1: Who'd she beat out?
0: Did I mention, producer?
1: I feel like you did, but there's been so much information, it's hard for me to remember. At the
0: beginning of this episode, who did I tell you she beat out?
1: Uh, Louise Mandrell.
0: Look at that. See? It's not that bad. <laughs> female artist of the year and the nominees are the first one, gail davies and who's mad with us charlie mccain jimmy pruitt
1: You've talked about a lot of stuff. I know. I covered a lot. I mean, just just recap, 1967, still one of the most major snowstorms of all time Uh in Chicago history, Uh at least from recorded history. Uh Okay. Then you talked about Friends of Yours. You talked about the Chicago going from West Pullman all the way to Bridgeport. Then you talked about a couple different snow stories. You've talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We've talked about people that haven't been admitted. You talked about the Bulls. You talked about Purdue versus Nebraska and how men's basketball has been doing really well. We also talked about Karen Carpenter, your girl uh, Marie. This is a very jam-packed episode.
0: I thought it was really good. I I agree. I was on a Ramble on. No, that's a good Led Zeppelin song.
1: Yeah, and then you've talked about your disdain for Bob Dylan. You know, my
0: disdain, disdain for Rolling Stone Dylan.
1: You've never been his fan. No. you like once every three years, like Stairway to Heaven. Well, always say that.
0: The only song I like by Bob Dylan is Rainy Day Women number 13 or something. That's it. And maybe Knockin' on Heaven's Door.
1: My favorite is Hard Rain and then his poem to the Ballad of Woody Guthrie or whatever it is. It's like 25 minutes, but worth every second.
0: See, one man's gold is another man's garbage, okay? That's my opinion on Bob Dylan. And you know what? I have nothing against him. People like him. And that's fine. I don't. And it's fine. Okay. That's the way it is. But I knew Rolling Stone was going to have that as the number one song. Okay. You don't know how they lay it out. If they list the songs to choose from, my list will be better. But we're going to stick to rock and roll. And I'll just say this with, with Rolling Stone, which a lot of people complained. Okay. When they did the greatest voices of all time. All right. Let's see, that Rolling Stone, because did they have My Girl in there? I don't think they even had My Girl in there. for top 10 songs of the 60s. I don't think it was. If it, if it is, I apologize to Rolling Stone, but I don't think they had My Girl. Because a lot of people were complaining it was all white artists. Okay? Then that means Temptations weren't in there. Okay? Or James Brown, my God. Everyday People by Sly and the Family Stone. That was such a great song. Such a great song. We'll have our list next week. Top 10 of the 60s. All right. And I can tell you right now, there's not a Bob Dylan song on there. Ooh. I will say this there will be a Rolling Stone song on there. So we'll keep that up. Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone magazine. Yikes. All right, producer, count me out. Let's wrap it up.
1: Three, two, one.
0: All right. Over and out. Checkmate King 2 to White Rook over. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M A R Y B S number five. T-H-S-O-N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B S five S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number 5, S-O-N at Gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by. Better. coffee and a smile if you put those two together you're going to have a good day thanks again for joining us with coffee break with mary b's fifth son join us next week thanks for joining us i'm your host jeff balser the intro was by yvonne to elements thank you uh production by downtown media works join us every sunday morning for coffee break with mary b's fifth son and you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcast and you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!